Art of House presents Where's My Fucking Million? The Ame Christie Podcast Show. I cannot believe it. Look who I'm having today in the studio again. It's Mike and Tony. I believe these guys still have more questions to ask. So I'm going to start with uh, Mike. How are you going today? More problems. <laughs> more problems. I just started up your appetite. Would that be correct? Yeah, you are correct. Can I have uh, more questions and a hug before we start? Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, just wait a second. We hug now. <laughs> uh, we hug you as well. And thank you for joining us today. My name is Ame Christi. I'm an inspired lady. I call myself a lady of hearts. I work with tens of thousands of people across the globe to assist them in balancing their minds and opening their hearts to what they are, to love themselves for who they are, not for what they have to be. Also, I'm here today to assist you to realize that you are the million that you are searching for and to provide you with many solutions for your life's problems. I believe that you can lead by example. So these men here, which are in my studios, uh, we are laughing about it, but sometimes we're crying how we're celebrating more our problems than the solutions that we have for our lives. So they volunteered for today's show. Uh, again, we have more problems to solve, a whole list of them. Obviously, we're not going to be able to solve all of this in today's show, but that's why we have uh, many more chapters to come. So Mike, let's cut down to the chase. What did you love so much about last show that made you come back again? It was uh, the open heart that I felt. Uh, and the enlightenment that I reached. So we all felt it. Uh, Tony as well. Uh, I saw him uh, having a tear in his eyes as much as you. So obviously it was quite powerful. I hope for our dear listeners it was just as powerful for you. So I want to ask you, obviously uh, I just uh, opened up your appetite to know some more about yourself. Would that be correct? Yes. Okay. So I see in front of you a long list of questions, which I love, by the way. And I see uh, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi. Thank you for being here today. Hey, hello. You opened my appetite also, of course. <laughs> okay. And uh, we were just laughing uh, before, before uh, to enter in um, this conversation, how uh, we, getting, uh, we gathered here today to celebrate our problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully... As you mentioned, you wish to have some answers for those. Yeah, of course. As I mentioned, you opened my appetite and uh, I just realized that I have more deep issues that I want to discuss with. I cannot wait for that and I believe our dear listeners cannot wait for them either as we want to make it as exciting and also entertaining um, as possible. So, with whom should we start? With Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. We're both going to you. So, what's the first problem, Mike? Uh, I think uh, the biggest issue with this is I didn't think it is possible for me to have such an abundant life. So now the problem is that you realize that you have uh, prosperity in your life. You do not know how to structure that prosperity. Would that be correct? Uh, if I'm looking uh, at my history, I'm not a good manager of my money for myself. So do you think that uh, the lack of prosperity which you felt until now was because of your distraction of searching for affection more than for money? I was a slave of attention and affection. So the more you search for attention and affection, uh, your emotions run you. And uh, whenever you didn't receive enough affection and attention, then money was not uh, worthwhile receiving? Or what was the situation? 
I'm a guy that the end result is not so interesting for me. So I didn't have any value in money. It was a must for me. Uh, sometimes when we're searching for affection and attention, we're not even seeing how many people contribute financially to our life. And the money which we receive, it's filled, out, it's filled up with our emotions. I've done a test actually uh, onto myself. And I realized that the volatility of my finances depend on my emotions. Just as Warren Buffett said, unless you manage your emotions, you're never going to manage your money. Uh, unless I manage my, my, uh, my charges with people, I didn't put my charges with people in order, which was first of all, both with my mother and father, those emotions were paving and, and my fulfillment from my childhood years were paving uh, my tomorrow's uh, experiences. Yes, indeed. So do you think that uh, what I stated now helped you to put a little bit of structure in your ideas where all this lack of finance in your mind comes from? Yeah, yeah, it's a good perspective and uh, I think it's going to help me to figure out uh, why I was uh, such an asshole for myself. Are you sure you were just for yourself or you were for others as well? I think that uh, what you have, you give. So <laughs> if I was an asshole... <laughs> for yourself, obviously, uh, there's, there's a saying, you cannot give others just what you give to yourself. So if, you, if we are... Uh, cruel to ourselves and um, uh, a disaster. That's our perception that I'm a disaster for myself and I'm worthless. Obviously, I would not be able to give other people just my, from my own experience, which is going to be filled up with quite a bit of bitterness and resentment. So uh, what was your top experience in, in your life which made you feel the moment that you are penniless, the moment you, when you felt that you are penniless, you are worthless or uh, put it that way, you are a failure in finance. I heard uh, many times the conversation between my mother and my father, every single time said to my father that you are not a good manager, you are not, you are not thinking wiser, you are spending money, you are... Uh... From your mother's father's dialogue, you came up with the idea that a man is it's, it's not a good manager in finance. So your mother was a dominating figure in your childhood, so mother was the money manager and uh, provider, and your father was the money spender and the one who was losing uh, the plot on, in that department. Would that be? Yeah, not a, not a um, uh, spender, just a, a not a, such a good investor. But I want to focus on the word spending because you're focusing much more on investing, yet investing without spending doesn't exist. So obviously, I want to take you out of the context uh, for our finances. We believe that wealth, as I, as I mentioned in previous uh, chapter, uh, was that we focus so much on finances and we believe that we are prosper and we are wealthy when we have money. Yet we're not realizing that affection it's a, plays a big role in our lives. And when we, have, we feel supported in equal measure and unsupported, we have a balanced way of looking at ourselves and others as we have fair exchange in ourselves and as others. And now, uh, when you're mentioning, I'm the first resource that I'm investing and I'm also spending because I spend my energy according to what I value. And if I'm in an imbalanced state of mind and I'm highly emotional, I'm going to throw my weight all over the place. I'm going to engage with things just because I want to feel something. 
And that feeling, that, that those actions which makes me feel something, uh, they come in to compensate for, for my perceptions of betrayal, abandonment. So, does it make sense to you, Mike? No, make a lot of sense. Okay. So, saying that, I'm the first resource that I'm spent. And I'm going back to our childhood, our dynamic with mother and father. So, uh, I'm the observer of this dynamic. And if I perceive that my mother has more power than my father, obviously I'm going to try to imitate my mother because her, my mother character gives me more support than the father, which is highly challenging by him o- overlooking uh, the power of uh, which st- stands in knowing money, finances, and being a good investor. So if I'm the first resource that I spend, okay, what would your father have to spend as service, energy, engagement, in order for him to be rewarded by your mother and by other people? I would want to reframe it. They're saying time it's money, yes? So if I'm investing my time in low priority things, obviously that's going to be highly destructive because nobody loves to do things uh, over and over again or spend 10 hours in things uh, which they don't love, yes? They're going to have a lot of distraction. So if I'm spending my time in that one, Let's say if I'm doing uh, cleaning and cooking jobs. Not that there's anything wrong with it. By the way, um, I'm a good cook and I, I love to have clean place, but I don't have time for that. I have other people hired to do that job for me now. But at one point in my life, I've done all that, yes? So just to get the charge that it's something wrong with cooking and cleaning. But if somebody would put me now in cooking and cleaning, which is a low priority thing for me, I would become highly distracted And if I spend my days and my time, and then I want to invest money, which I earned, I would not have the knowledge because my values would not substantiate money investment, but would substantiate greatly money, uh, family care, and family support. So how would your father have to spend his time, his resources? What resource, if he spends, which is his time, his life, his attention, in which department he would have more presence with investing money. What would he have to do in order to be a good investor? He loves to have friends. Okay, so he loves socializing. Socializing, um, paying for others. Okay, so supporting others. Supporting others, paying for his adventures. Okay, so paying for his adventures, okay? I think so. Maybe with not with money, just with his presence, his uh, beautiful presence. So your father has a beautiful presence and he gets to be paid <laughs> to have adventures. In one way or another, yeah. In one way or another. Do you know anybody else who would do the same? I know you're laughing now. You cannot <laughs> see him, but he's, he's laughing big time. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any brother and sister, so <laughs> maybe it's, <you. laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> I know. So are you getting handsomely paid? I mean, people <laughs> investing you, paying for you, tra- for you to travel, for you, uh, for you to be seen by many, just to have your company? Yes. Good. Great. So are people investing in you? Yes. Good. <laughs> so, uh, obviously... Uh, in order for people to invest in you, you, ha- you have to be an, a value, an asset for somebody. 
If you have nothing of value to offer, people would not pay for you, will not engage with you, will not spend time with you, would not uh, talk about their desires with you. So if somebody just stops for one moment, and I say that one moment, it, it can be uh, sometimes our lives for, for some people, you know, because that's how we make our partners. Somebody finds you so valuable, so amazing. They cannot stop want to be with you, invest in you, and invest with you in their dreams, in, our, in your dreams together. So your father, by being not a good manager, he had a lot of people actually paying for him. Would that be correct to say? In their values, yes. Okay. So that means your father provided lots of value to people. He worked in security. In, uh, okay, so he worked in internal affairs. Yeah, and he wor- yes, and his word uh, was powerful enough to kill somebody. So. <laughs> we, I, I, okay, so his words were quite powerful, yes? So he had lots of uh, power to say in his words, yes? Yes. So uh, if one word was so powerful to be able to put somebody away. Do you think that he was credible enough? Yeah. Uh, do you think that you want to hang out with a person who can uh, support you and protect you from other people uh, putting you away? In the communist time, yeah. you would want to have friends yeah, in, in, in strong positions yes. to protect you. And uh, your family, yeah. And to protect you and your family from anything happening to you. And you're going to laugh for this, that, but well, when any couple or family had a problem with the security or with uh, the state, he was not talking against them. So obviously he had credibility, yes? Yes. How much that credibility is worth in dollar value for you to be safe, your family to be safe, not to be put away? Even if you do something and you say something which you were not meant to, to say or to do, for you to be protected and safe. How much is that worth? I mean, we're talking here about your life, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's protecting your life, so I don't know if you how can count it in uh, value. I would say it. How much is your life worth? Like you would, in those times, you were placed away for years, not to mention many people suffered uh, greatly. So how much is that worth for you to be protected? Would you say it's at least a million worth because we're talking here, the way is my fucking million? That's the show title? Yeah, I think uh, that worth a million. So do you think your father was worth a million to many people? Yes. So your father's present actually stabilized many people's lives to feel like they have a million. We just figure, put a figure in there because we're talking about a million. Would that be safe? Yes. I p- personally heard that many people paid for their safety and quite a bit amount of money. So in that sense, whatever, even if that was not paid for, that sum was their presence as an endorsement from your father's kindness or generosity. Yeah, for him it was not about uh, his ego, it was about uh, being uh, social. So. Okay, being social. So in that sense, many people wanted to be with your father. Use my father. <laughs> well, be with your father, use your father. Uh, regardless what you think about uh, you being used, uh, I would advise to watch our future chapters because we're going to talk about the meaning of the word used. Many people say, I hate to be used, I don't want to be used. But the more you don't want to be used, 
you're going to isolate yourself, withdraw from social life, from business life, and then because you don't want to be used, nobody's going to use neither your services, neither your products, neither your businesses, neither your ideas, and uh, then you're going to, as they're saying, die slowly and surely because you're not good for anyone. You. So I, I just say, I love to be used in a fake shame. I want to point that out. After uh, Commissar Jim, uh, he was kind of... Uh, His value of offering or, or presence in people's lives stopped to be there. And then he withdrew because he did not see how nothing is ever lost. It's just another form. Would that be say? Yeah. Can we say that actually? Yes. So how much value your father provided to you, society, friends, family and so forth? I, I felt that I don't have a father, I had a God. So you had a God protecting you, yeah? Yes. So if I say to you the word God, what does it mean? <laughs> father. Father, okay, great. What is the experience which you feel now? I mean, after we put all this picture, all this puzzle together. I didn't know my father very well in the communist regime and even now. So uh, I felt that he has no value in this society. Looking at things in a different way, you would be able uh, to teach your father how to value himself, to realize that he didn't lose anything, it's just in another form? I want to have that power and that wisdom to talk to him in that uh, level of awareness. Is your father valuable and credible? Has he contributed greatly to these people's lives? Yes. Obviously, he spent his time, energy and money investing in people, including yourself. His work, his, his status provided uh, quite a bit of financial benefit for all of your family. Would that be correct? Yes. Okay. So where he was his top value in the family? Where lie the top value in the family? Where he invested the most? Oh, it's simple. In me. In you. Yeah. Okay. So where was his million? In me. Say it again. In where me. Was in me. Okay. Good. I know, I know this every time he looks at me. Okay, every time he looks at you, you are his million, yes? Yes. So did he make a good investment? Yes. Yes, okay. So what he, was he, by the way, we think about money and waste my, but we're thinking about dollar figures, euro figures, or whatever other currency, but we don't think that our husbands, wives, partners, children, it's our first investment. And that's where our hugs and our affection and our billions lie. Okay? So you are your father's billion. I am my father's billion, yeah. Billion. Billion, <laughs> yes. So, um, then, was your father a bad investor? I'm asking again. Uh, I'm not a bank, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a bank. And why do you say you're not a bank? Who asked you to be a bank? Uh, me. Okay, you asking yourself to be a bank. And why do you ask yourself to be a bank? What do you wanna, how do you want to repay your father for his investment and you feel like you're failing on this department? In our lives as kids, you, we perceive that you, our parents give us so much. Uh, we're talking here what is actually there, yes? So our parents give us so much and they invested wholeheartedly many times and we feel bad because we cannot repay them. But we repay them in so many ways. But then we become so arrogant because we think we have to topple their investment. And when we want to topple their investment, it means 
to minimize what's their worth and value in our lives. Because when we overpower our parents with giving them back for what they invested, we're not seeing that it was their choice. We already paid our parents with what we value. We pay each other with what we value. That's why if a mother's values food, uh, cleaning, gives the family food and cleaning. Have you eaten today? Uh, uh, is everything clean? Are you looking clean? Are you looking immaculate? So Did she want to pay you in what she values. This is my father. Good. Your mother, if she values education, she's paying you with education. So have you did your lessons? She's making sure that you have the best friend, the best uh, uh, teachers who can teach you, the best school. Uh, the best friends, which means the friends which can support you and endorse you in you making sure that your, that your vision is achieved and manifested real. What is your value, Mike, in which you repaid already your parents, but you wanna, you don't seeing it that it's a value because you're expecting yourself to repay them in their values. And that's why you're messing it up. And you put a lot of uh, accent on money and on finance. Yet knowing you, money and finance is not valuable to you. And how I know that? Because when money and finance is valuable to somebody, it's thinking money, how to, make, uh, how to use his services, products or ideas to make money. He's engaging in uh, money-making systems. Uh, he's structuring finance. But first of all, the most important is managing money. Because if we make money but we're not good managers of money, doesn't matter the amount of money which we make, we're still going to be left with a penny in our pocket. Yes? Yeah, you're right. Thank you. And then, just like your father, just listening to you, gave a lot of uh, stories, protection, support for everybody in your family, as you mentioned, he was not be able to give that lump sum of money which probably your mother expected of him. But your father's values was never finances. His finances was you and the people that surrounded him. Yes. Good. So what's the value in which you want to pay your parents and you were not able to pay your parents? I want them to feel life like a vacation and I want them to, to live their uh, 20, 30 years from now in a vacation. How much money did you perceive that you took from them away without providing them with a value service? Because here we, where our problem lies. If you take away money from your parents, regardless uh, that we, we are young kids and the parents pay for our education, just think about it. My mother and father pay for my education and I failed the exams, I failed at school. But they invested, let's say, 100,000 in our education, yes? You're going to feel bad and a failure and responsible for indebting your parents and you want to pay them back that sum of money. Then later in your life, you start a business, you're spoiling that business, you're not making enough money in that business and they have to support you financially, paying your bills, uh, even if those bills are not so big, but on one many times they paid your bills and you remember not that you gave them back money and you gave them back, probably you pay for their holiday somewhere, you just remember that they paid your bills because they're not supposed to pay your bills. And then you go to the next moment. Then you, let's say you lost the plot, you lose the business. 
then you are in depression. They, they have to take care of you because you don't want to work anymore. So you stay home for a couple of years. You are more indebted to your parents because more money, lack of money, I would say, builds up in your mind. And now, doesn't matter what resources you have, what opportunities you have. You're not seeing resources, you're not seeing opportunities, but money. But money is not there for you, as such, to spoil yourself. Money is there in your mind to make enough to spoil your parents to the point where you can counterbalance the pain and grief that you created in their lives by you failing so miserable so many times. Is that true, Mike? Yes, Christian. Okay, so would that be valuable to continue? Yes, please. But uh, as our show doesn't last so long, uh, we embrace you for now. Tony is going to have to wait uh, for the next uh, show. And uh, please do come back because we have the continuous of this amazing story and adventure of Mike's mind with his fucking million. And thank you very much for being here today. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. For any comments or questions, please visit our Facebook page. I'm a Christie. See you in the next chapter.